Hi, this is Natural Best Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Wheeler. I hope that you're having a great day, night, morning, wherever you are. Uh, go over to Heavenly Bodies Wellness. You pick up the checklist there for a holistic journey to a, a better quality of life holistically. Okay, I'll get that out. And I'm actually coming out with a book. Hopefully it will be released at the end of the year. So you're going to want to keep your ears open for that too. Got a lot of juicy stuff in there. You'll be shocked at how toxic our world really is. And then also the uh, sale for the combo, the summer combo, the soothing stab and the soothing cleanse is still up until the end of this month. So you're going to want to go over there and pick that up too. You get $2 off. And I just want to say that I am sorry for my international friends, but I do not ship outside of the USA. That's just due to the post just so high from for shipping out. So at any rate, I have an awesome guest with me today. Her name is Lynn W. Bailey, and she is trained in crystal therapy. And she has done this for 15 years, over 15 years ago. And around the same time, she became a Reiki master. She has used the power of crystals, Reiki, and meditation to recover from an abusive relationship and turn her life around. She has witnessed incredible changes in others as well as herself and loves helping people to empower themselves and take steps to change their lives for the better. Lynn also writes middle grade fantasy books that include crystals to inspire children's lives with magic in a troubled world. There is always light, hope, and magic. We just need to remember to look for it. Lynn, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so great to have you here. You know, being in crystals myself, we can have a really great conversation and we can educate people. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you were able to use the, the crystals, the Reiki and med- meditation to overcome that, uh, that abusive relationship. Uh, people don't realize how powerful th- those three tools really can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, even yeah. to be honest, even one of those tools on its own, is so powerful. I mean, even if somebody couldn't go and do Reiki or have Reiki healing or um, have crystal therapy um, has, as a healing or go and train in that, just meditating every single day can have such a profound effect on someone's mental health, on their emotional health, uh, on their physical health. And you don't even have to, I mean, we, the mis- um understanding of meditation is when people think they have to have a still mind I hear so often people saying I can't meditate my mind's too busy it's like no you that you need to meditate (laughs) your mind's busy so you need to meditate meditation isn't just it, it obviously is refocusing the mind but I tell people and I teach people just focus on a point of focus so your breath or maybe if you're holding a crystal or maybe part of the body, like the tip of the nose is a really fav- good favourite of mine. Interesting. Um, just, just, yeah, I mean, try it. It's really, it's really bizarre when you're meditating and it's, it's focusing on your breath or your, fo- your end of your nose or whatever it is you're focusing on. And then when you realise your mind is thinking something else, because it will, because your mind's designed yep. to chatter and it will throw up your shopping list or what are you going yep. to do for dinner or have you got the kids pee kit ready for the next day or whatever it is you're thinking it's going to throw that up um when you notice that it's thrown up instead of getting cross with ourselves it's okay we just 
okay, I'm thinking of the shopping list. I'm going to think of my nose again. I'm going to put my focus back on my nose. I'm going to put my focus back on my breath. That point, when you change your focus, that's meditation. And the more we can do that, the better we are at focusing. However, then life will throw up a a screwball and it will send us into a spiral and we will have a really, really, really busy mind again. And we might not even be able to focus. But the point of sitting down and using your intention to focus that mind will start developing so many new neural pathways in your brain that when you Mm -hmm. do come up with difficult situations in life, you are better able to deal with them. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I do, I do meditation too. So I know uh, somebody had said one time that during meditation, like you said, the thoughts are going to come. Yeah. It's like our brain likes to chatter. So they had said, go ahead, think the thought and then treat it like an ocean yeah. to where the wave comes in and the wave goes right back out. Yeah. But I like, I like your nose idea of focusing like on a body part. Yeah. You know, that's good too. Yeah. It's taking the total attention off of that shopping list. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it also brings us back into the present. Um, so I did, I trained in mindfulness a good few years ago now as well, which really helped um, a, a difficult time. My partner lost his business and we had to downsize our house and we had to move. And my daughter was a toddler. So she was a crazy anyway, <laughs> bless her. So it, it, everything was really, really difficult. And um, training, even though I'd was already trained in meditation, was already trained in crystal therapy and I'd already done Reiki, re-going back and training in a different type of meditation really helped me to go back to basics, but also learn some new techniques. And that's when I found the focusing on body part, especially the tip of my nose, can really help to stop that mind from spiraling off into the monkey chatter, just bringing that point of focus back to my nose every time. And there's a really good technique. I don't know if you're aware of it. And um, they call it the body scan within the mindfulness, where it's, it's best to start off with a guided one to start with until you kind of get used to what you need to be doing and what you need to be making aware of. Um, so you start off with your toes. And then you work up the way your body and you are literally just focusing on that area. You're not trying to make any sort of sensation happen. You're just noticing what's there at the current time. And it's a really good exercise to get you back into the present. So we're not worrying about what's going to happen in the future or we're not depressed about what has actually been. We're focusing right now what's going on with the body at this present time. And again, like you say, the mind will throw up the shopping list or the dinner or or whatever it is. And it's bringing that point of focus back to, oh, we're focusing on the knees now. What can I feel? And tuning in to specific parts of the body, it can really help to relax and focus the mind from that um, daily stress as well. No, I have not heard of that, but I do have this one, one thing that I do personally for myself. And I don't know if, if, the universe just gave it to me or if I came up with it on my own or what I'm sure the universe gave it to me. But what I'll do is I'll put on some meditation music and then I'll, I'll I'll say to myself, I can see and feel the white light of energy cleansing and healing going into my head, my neck, my shoulders. Yes. I see the white light of energy cleansing and healing. No, I energizing, cleansing and healing of my organs 
all of my muscles and I go through lists in this part of my body and I just work my way through my whole body. Oh, I love so that. That's amazing. I love that. It reminds me actually of a technique of a friend. <clears throat> she um, suffers really badly with lupus and she would do exactly the same thing, but she would visualize a ball of light going over her head and she would feel the light penetrating all of the cells of her body and her organs, like you said, and she had such a great effect with that as well. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> yeah, I do the muscles, the organs, tendons, ligaments, arteries, blood vessels, veins, nerves, cells and tissues. A full-on MOT. <laughs> I'm sorry? I've, oh, do you have MOTs in the US? They're like um, engine tune-ups for your car in the UK. They're called MOTs. Oh, we don't call them that. We just call them tune-ups. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, a full-on body tune-up, <laughs> an energetic tune-up. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we are all energy. Yeah. Everything around us is energy. So it's real important for us to to do an energy tune-up you know to make sure that we're tending our body and it's it's so imperative for our health too yeah and and something that's really not talked about yeah. is as far as the medical field as it goes you know if i went in and talked to a doctor and said yeah, I've been tending my energy. It feels a little off. What do you think I should do about that? He'd probably look at me and think I was crazy. <laughs> oh, that's like kind of <laughs> Although saying that, I think it depends on the doctor you talk to because um, someone like Dr. Bruce Lipton, I mean, he would be really into it, wouldn't he? But um, Yeah, there, there are some, you know, I'm glad that there's more coming out who, who understand this yeah. work and how important it is Absolutely. for the health of our body and our, and our minds yeah. to pay attention to our energy levels. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm curious, I'm curious, which crystals did you use to overcome this abusive relationship? Do you know, it's a mixture to be honest with you. Cause I've got to admit when I was in the middle, I was only 20, well, might be 2021 actually. Um, I was only it was 20 odd years ago and I, it was, I was in a really, really dark place and I, I didn't know where to go. So I went to the doctors and he prescribed me Prozac, which made me so ill that I had to stop taking it. Um, and then he was useless. He just told me people get stressed sometimes because I hadn't told him everything. <clears throat> I told him I was in a really mentally dark place. Um, he said, some people, we, we, you get stressed sometimes. Uh, we'll put you on a waiting list for counselling. And I thought, well, what do you do from now until I get onto the waiting list, until I get to see somebody? What what do I do? So I was based, I was literally on my own. Um, and I was working in an office and there was a, and I had never even spoken to this woman before. And we got chatting this one day. I'd worked in there for two years. And we got, I got chatting to this lady one day and we were talking about, mental health and again I hadn't told anybody what was going on but she'd obviously from my face she probably saw that I was not in a happy place and um she said to me oh <clears throat> excuse me have you tried crystal healing and I remember laughing thinking what the hell is crystal healing what and she said I see this lady who is amazing here's her number tell her I sent you my uh, I sent you her your way her way and um tr try it and I swear to God, I have never looked back since within, I, I went to, I, meet, I met this lady and it was in her house. 
and it was in a really rough area. And I lived in a town called Northampton at the time, which is in the middle of England. And um, I had a flat there with the, the relationship partner. And um, I'd went to this lady and she lived in a really rough area of Northampton. So I was a bit scared walking down thinking, what the hell am I doing? What, why am I going to this place? Where am I going? <laughs> the front door opened up onto this really small living room and she had this therapy couch up and all of these crystals everywhere and instantly I was fascinated by the crystals because they're just stunning aren't they they're absolutely beautiful yes and um she was so lovely she was one of life's earth angels she was a diamond in the rough she was just such a calming and loving person mm-hmm. and she just had this amazing energy and she and that was it I was hooked then from the first treatment and I went every week for six months and by the end of the six months I had completely turned my life around I felt like I was just a completely different person so I'd left the relationship I'd left the town I'd I'd phoned my mum and said can I come and move back home for a while because I mean my mum lived about an hour away can I come and move back home I need to start again sort of thing uh left my job left the relationship and I just felt amazing and even my mum said after I'd moved back home for a couple of weeks my mum said to me you're still you but it's like you've had a soul transplant because you're also not you <laughs> she was like a you're just... soul transplant yeah and I was thinking oh I hope not because <laughs> well, I don't know actually but I do remember being a kid so I'm sure I haven't um but yeah she said it's like you've had a soul transplant I'd, I'd shed all of the 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 darkness and I was calm and happy and in a completely different place to what I was before but yeah I I attribute all of that to the uh, six months of regular crystal therapy definitely and there wasn't sorry (laughs) going back to your question so so that was your first experience with crystals that was my first experience with crystals yeah I'd been into the local crystal shop and saw because they they had beautiful ornaments of angels and crystals and and I'd seen all the different tarot cards I hadn't got involved in any of it I hadn't even read any of the books but yeah that was my first experience of crystals and um I've never looked back but going back to your question there wasn't any specific crystals that um I used to get through I, I think she just well she used her toolbox really and then I just started collecting them but I definitely have a, a few favorite and they don't look much and I always find the most powerful ones don't necessarily have to be really expensive or look like oh, they, right. they could just be the smallest piece of crystal that might not even look anything might just look like a rock but they give off that energy that can and if you're drawn to it it can really really help if you're drawn to it that's like your um piece of jasper that you were showing me before the show <laughs> you were drawn to it it was meant for you well that's something that I always tell people too because I, I I design and create crystal jewelry and I always tell people when I'm at an event and they're at my table they'll they'll be looking and they keep going back to the same piece over and over again and so yeah. I always say that crystals choose us yeah we don't choose them no I've got a I got I have a small piece of labradorite I shouldn't have brought it in with me but I was kind of doing other things we had gone to New Mexico and there was a crystal shop there that we went into and I was at the front of the store and I'm seeing this rainbow light 
coming from the back of the store. And I'm like, what is that? And it was a piece of Labradorite that was just like, hey, look at me, look at me. <laughs> I picked it up and I was just holding it in my hand, walking around the store. And then I saw my husband, I said, hey, look at this. And I put it right back exactly where it was. And I didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> it was calling you, sending out. Right? Did you remember those cartoons when you were a kid where it was Thundercats or um, even Harry Potter did it. They send out that signal in the earth, in the sky, don't they? That's, that's yeah. the Christmas sending. It was calling you. <laughs> yeah, I, I really believe so. And in that same store, my husband was looking at the Amethyst Cathedrals. Nice. Okay, so you got a variety of Amethyst Cathedrals, but he keeps going back to the same one, mm. the same one, the same the one. one. So we, we bought it. And he told me, he said, well, take it to the events. And if somebody wants to buy it, sell it. Yeah. So one, another vendor that I know is that her and her daughter, at the same time, they're like, no, you can't do that. That's <laughs> his. And I went, I went, you know what? You're right. It's his. It called him. It didn't call somebody else. Do you know, nobody so would have probably picked it up at the fair mines. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But I brought it home and I told my husband what they said. And I said, you know what? They're right. This one called to you. Yeah. They wanted you. So I'm leaving it at home. I'm not taking it with me anymore. Yeah, definitely. Oh, bless you. I love that. It called you and that's the one. <laughs> right, exactly. But yeah, I, I do believe that. I believe that whatever we're attracted to, I also believe that that's what we need. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. There's been a few times I have an Alestio and it's stunning. It's um, it's disappeared at the moment. It, it, it does this. It will come back um, and it usually comes back when things get rocky. It's stunning. It's quite as big as my hand. I say I say it's stunning. I mean, some people have gone, oh, it's a bit dark because it is quite a dark crystal. So it's um, smoky quartz, really dark smoky. But in the middle, it's really bright amethyst purple. But you have to put it wow. under the light to see it. It's beautiful. Um, and when things get a bit rocky, I find it and it just I just don't put it down. I'll be walking around the house with it because it will just be in my palm and it will constantly be with me. And then I'll put it down and then I'll, it, it'll disappear and I'll forget about it because it's done its job and I don't need it. And it, Alestials are really good for helping people with transformations. Um, and people used to be scared. And I think this has come, this goes back to, and I read this in a book a few years ago, people used to be scared of Alestials because they can have quite a powerful transformative effect or transformational effect, sorry. Um, and it was back in the seventies, a lot of people were having, um, I suppose huge awakenings, but it was so much. It was going from like level A to level D and it was really shocking their energy system and, and they couldn't cope. So in a lot of books, crystal books, especially that were written around that time, 70s, and 80s, it was be careful of celestials, only use it if you're trained, et cetera, et cetera. But now, and I think because the vibration of people are changing and heightening and the vibration of the earth's heightening and heightening and the vibration of humanity is, is heightening. These crystals like celestials and like the higher vibrational crystals are having a great effect, but the shock isn't going from A to D anymore. It's because people are there, you know, the collective consciousness is, is raising and it, it is kind of getting to that point where you're not having a massive shock with these crystals, but they are obviously doing their work and they're helping us to raise our vibrations and become more aligned with who we truly are. Right. And what is it called? 
It's an elastial. Um, it's also called skeletal quartz. And um, the, the term that, yeah, the name we use over here is elastial quartz. Okay, because there's the moldavite. Ah, yes. <laughs> I've heard of people, you know, being like, no, don't get the moldavite. You know, that it, it, it just, you know, was making people spiral. And yeah, I've never, I've never gone there. <laughs> I have heard that. And I've, I've read and I've heard from a lot of people that have gone and got it, that their life has gone absolutely crazy. Um, uh -huh. And then the year, within a year, they're in a really good place. It's like it's, they've gone from A to D. I think the Moldavite now is probably doing what the Elestials were doing back in the 70s and 80s. But they, Moldavite comes in from outer space, doesn't it? It comes in on the meteorites. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that much about it. I, I tend to, whenever there's a, a trend or something, it's like everybody's, I tend to veer away from it. Yeah, me too. You know, like with the CBD oil, you know, everybody's with CBD, CBD, CBD. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I formulate skincare products. So they were asking if I was going to incorporate it into there. And I was just like, no, I'm not going to join the bandwagon. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm good doing what I'm doing. Yeah. So, you know, and, you know, crystals have their, their own energy. And when we were just talking about Moldavite and the other one that you had mentioned. Elastios. You know, it reminds me of, it reminds me of kind of like life cleanse. Like yes. Yes. Like you an know? energetic detox. Yeah. So instead yeah. of detoxing the inside, it's detoxing the outside and even like things that are around us. Like you were talking about the Moldavite, people saying things got crazy. It's like, okay, well, things got crazy, but then it turned out good. Yeah. So it's just, it's like, it's like, okay, you were being detoxed or something. Cause yeah. it's just like, it's just like a physical detox. It's not always pleasant. No, it's not, is it? But it's, it's what we need. Right. Exactly. So can you feel the energies from the crystals? I can. Um, and I, I can feel them more as the more I use them as, as time went on. Um, I don't necessarily go into my crystal box and pick up and feel the energy. Sometimes I'll just go in and just grab a crystal, pop it in my pocket and go about my day. Um, but yeah, they, I, I can do, I can feel at, at crystal energy. Some of them are more powerful, powerful than others, obviously. Some of them are really subtle. Right. Um, so like things like Mangano calcite is a really soft, subtle energy, which is fabulous for children. Um, when my daughter was a baby, I'd have a big chunk of raw, unpolished Mangano, Mangano calcite in her bedroom. Um, and then as she got older, I got some polished pieces. So she's got a piece that's about about the size of the palm of the hand. It's shaped in a star and it's polished and she will hold that and put it under her bed. And that's like really nice, subtle, soft energy. Um, but then a lot of the quartzes, say so something like a Herkimer diamond has got more of a high vibrational, powerful um, crystal. And I, and I expect, and I'd like to try, but I'm a bit nervous. I expect Moldavite is quite a powerful, buzzy piece to um, hold on to. <laughs> I did say to the universe, I did put it out there and said, if I'm meant to have a piece, I'm open to receiving a piece, but I'm not going to go looking. I'm not going to go out there because I don't want to create something that could be done a different way if you know what I mean right I held a piece of Moldavite one time I didn't I didn't feel anything from it was a small piece here in the states it's it's pretty expensive for a yeah. little piece 
Yeah, you it know, is it's, it's pretty pricey. Yeah, but a lot of that is just because of the demand. Yeah, you know, of so many people were wanting it. Mm-hmm. You know, that made the the price go up. Yeah. So I mean, the prices of crystals I've noticed. So I used to go when I when I trained, I would go to the um, wholesalers and buy and then go to fairs um, little like mind, body, spirit fairs that we have over here in the UK. And I notice now when I see the price of crystals, it's shocking. I think, oh, my goodness, that was a fraction of the price of retail 20 years ago or even 10 right. years ago. I mean, I think the more popular, like you say, the more popular they become the more the price rises. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Well, that's the thing that happened with the Shungite too. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. People charging astronomical prices for it. And I am going to raise the prices on my Shungite, on my website, because I sell my bracelets for $10. Wow. Other people, people, I'm making a profit. I don't have any overhead. I'm working from my house. You know, I'm still making profit. Brilliant. But, you know, and part of my branding for my company was that I would I would create products, good quality products at a price that people could afford. Yeah. And I've been, I've been thanked for doing that. Brilliant. But at this point with the Shungite, I feel like these people have gotten greedy with it have put the price higher, higher than what they need to to make a profit. I mean, some people are making like a three, 300% profit. Shocking. Shocking. And there's, a, there's no reason for it except for greed. No, exactly. You know? So I'm going to have to raise my prices because I feel like, I mean, if you were looking for Shungite and you wanted a Shungite bracelet and you came across my website I'm selling for $10, but everybody else is selling it for anywhere between $25 to $35. What would you think? You'd automatically think there was something wrong with it. Right. Why isn't yours exactly. as expensive? There's better. Because that's exactly. just, you just automatically think that, don't you? you? You automatically think, or we've been trained to think if something is more expensive, then it's better. But right. It's not always the case, is it? No, it is. It's, it's not. It's a matter of the fact that I'm not as greedy as a bunch of other people. Yeah. You know, I'm still making money, but my desire is to help people. But due to this going on, I thought I have to raise my prices, at least on my website. Yeah. When I mean, I you to, could. When I you, could to, still, you could still help people. You could do that extra profit and, I don't know, set up a charity or, or donate to homeless or, or something that's close to your heart. Actually, we have a woman's center here oh. and I'll donate. I donate to them because I've been there. They do one for work. They're, they're a nonprofit and they just have all kinds of programs there for women. And everything goes on a slot and scale. If it's $20, but you can only afford five, well, then you pay five. Brilliant. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's a great place. And I will give my money to them because I know oh. the work that they do. Yeah. I have been there. I see what they're doing. I have just learned like some nonprofits are just not all that great. You know, the money doesn't go where it's supposed to go. No, unfortunately. So so I prefer to give to them because I've been there. I know them and whatnot. And you've got a good heart, obviously. (laughs) What's your favorite crystal? Do you have one? Oh my goodness, it changes. Do you know, I always go back to rose quartz and it's such a... 
readily available crystal you can get it anywhere you can get amazing right. massive pizza pieces you can get really small cheap pieces I just I love rose quartz it's, it's definitely an old-time favorite but I've, I I go through different phases so I, I love peridot and I love aventurine I love mangano calcite I love celestite I love herkimer diamonds but yeah I think I go through different phases and I think my um as I, as I go through different periods or different phases of my own growth and development etc different crystals are more are more drawn to them because we get drawn to what we need but yeah I do think rose quartz is definitely my go-to mine would be amethyst yeah I love I love love amethyst and you know like the funny thing is that I like amethyst neither grows quartz and those two together are really it's an amazing combination Absolutely. You know, they have such a great relationship. They're together. They're so calming and, yeah, you know, just help to pr- provide really good energy. Yeah. You know, especially for it's, they're especially good for empaths. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ag- ag- definitely agreed. I mean, if you can, I mean, you can pick up amethyst clusters, like really small bits of where they've um, obviously bashed like a geode or um, one of the big, what do they call them? The cathedral, big um, cathedrals. Oh, geo, sorry, I'm tower. Yeah, sorry, I can't think of the word. You know, the the Druzies, sorry, you know, the Druzies, where it's okay. got loads and loads of different um, amethyst points over. You can pick those up so cheaply and just running that around your auric field, around your energy system can really help to clear loads of negative energy that you've picked up. And putting it by the bed with a piece of rose quartz as well. It's, it's really nice, calming energy at bedtime. It is, you know, another one that I'd like for, for its inner, it's calming energy is cyanide. Yes. Yes. And and the thing is too, it's like, that's an, that's one of the least expensive crystals that you can get. Mm -hmm. I have one on each one of my walls in the living room. And that's where I go after I'm done with work, I go sit in there and it's a very calm, very Zen feeling really high vibrational it's it's yeah but just like ah yeah this is nice plus i have a stegonite tower in there too oh nice and and other crystals but i contribute the energy to the stegonite and the fact it's on every single wall oh god yeah absolutely and if you place them in the corners of your house as well it helps to create like a protective shield like a protective barrier of net for stop and negative energies coming in which is always really quite nice to do and it's nice too because it's self-cleansing so you don't have to worry about cleansing it no you know and if you you get the ones they're flat you could put your other crystals on there and cleanse them yeah oh i have a heart bowl oh nice which is great for like putting jewelry in yeah clean your jewelry because your jewelry picks up your energy as well even like your gold or whatever you're wearing even your crystal jewelry or your silver yeah that will pick up negative energy that's a really um good tip actually I never thought about putting it my necklaces and whatnot into a a selenite bowl yeah I have uh, I'm trying to think because I hit I had a moon a star and a heart that I was selling yeah the bowls and then I had just smaller round bowls okay right now I don't have I don't have any pop they're so popular expect 
Yeah, I was going to say, it yeah. just tells you how popular <laughs> that they were. Oh. Plus, they were unique and different, so people wanted them. I've never you know? seen a selenite bowl. I've seen the little um, selenite cups. I've got like a little, I call it my selenite chalice, um, but I've not seen a selenite bowl. So, wow. Wow. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah, they are out there. They're out there. And you can, get them, you can get them in, in various sizes. Excellent. You know, so or even like the store that you go to, ask them about it. Ask them if they can get you on. Oh, I'm going to. Absolutely. Selling out bowls. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Try and think. Come on, help me here. <laughs> you need a crystal. <laughs> so rub your and crystal. Oh yeah, you, you Picasso. <laughs> yeah, my ocean jasper Picasso. Lovely, I love it. I do too, and I like ocean jasper. And it's it's really a shame that it's becoming. I don't know if extinct is the word you want to use when it comes. Probably to not going to mine it anymore, or maybe they're closing down certain it's mines. It's been mined out. People yeah. will see that. You know, that goes back to the greed of people too. Yeah. You know, you got to leave something behind. You just can't take it all. No, definitely not. I mean, I know they are here to help. I mean, obviously, they're. they're I see them as uh, helpers as opposed to tools, and um, they're here to help us rather than for us to use and abuse them if that makes sense but yeah we've got to leave it we've got to leave some behind haven't we because it's the earth needs it as well right you know and that's the thing is we hear all about the animals that are coming extinct Mm. but we don't hear about like the crystals or even herbs Mm. like the uh here in the states there's one herb that has been so over harvested wow because they were making they were making money harvesting it that it's now it's endangered yeah ginseng ginseng ah okay because it's a root it's a root i think it grows in certain parts of the country Ah. and people would go and they would dig it up and they would sell it to make money to a manufacturer yeah because it's good for anxiety isn't it ginseng is it is it anxiety that it's good for it's it's good for um, energy. Helps to give you energy. Oh, okay. But the same thing too with the white sage. Yeah, that's another one that's you know is being over harvested. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's okay to harvest, but either leave something. Yeah. So it can uh, regenerate itself Absolutely. or replant it. Mm. I agree. You know, I agree. I think as well, it's become it becomes very mainstream, doesn't it? I mean, I de- I definitely agree and believe in in smudging with sage. However, the smudge sticks that I use, my friend grows sage in her back garden, so we use. She makes them. She dries it all out and she makes them. She I think she puts them on at Etsy as well. But I always have them from her because I know where it's come from and I know it's from this land. Because I think it's really important that yeah we can import and we can use crystals and herbs and things from different countries but it's also really important that we use local and we use local buyers and local makers and locally grown um, produce and I think with the white sage with um, all of the Native American Indian um, stories that were coming over and and expanding and becoming massive wasn't it because their culture was then 
and been abused, isn't it, with the white sage and, and what they do with the white sage. Uh, I think that's why so many people went a bit crazy for white sage and they had to have white sage burning in, in the house to clear all the negative energy. But um, I do think it's important that we still use homegrown and, and local produce with herbs. No, yeah, I, I totally agree. The thing with the sage, I don't sage my house all the time. No, not all the time, definitely you not. Know, I, I'm respectful of it and I, I just use it when I feel like, like for months I had, well, my youngest son, who's 23, he, he lived with us until recently. My middle one, who's 25, he had moved out. Him and my younger son were moving to West Virginia. They do not like the smell of sage. So it's like I went and sage, but I was burning white copal resin. Right. To, to cleanse the air every now and yeah. then, and that they could deal with. But I'll tell you, the minute they went to West Virginia, I got my sage out. <laughs> <laughs> and not because they were put, not because they were putting off bad energy, just because I hadn't cleansed the house in so yeah. long. You know, and the energy gets stagnant. It gets yeah, stale. of course it does. Absolutely. My friend said to do it four times a year, sage your house every season. The beginning of every season, give your house a really good um, sage to so go around clapping all the stagnant energy out of the corners, give it a good sage, open your windows, flush it out. And then um, she says it's really important that you then empower the house with positive energy. So it's all very well sage clearing the negative energy, but you then want to put positive back in. So crystals or chanting or beautiful music, or even just intentions or nice song words or something just really empower that positive energy back into the house. Well, and that's something that's so powerful too is intentions. Mm, definitely. You know, like, like when I formulate my skincare products or I brew my, my kombucha, you know, I'm using intention. I'm yeah. putting intention into it. And I just think it changes the whole energy of it and, it, uh, and the structure, the molecular yeah. structure yeah. of whatever, yeah. whatever it is that, that I'm doing. And I'm just great. I'm grateful that I'm in a place in time where, you know, everything in my life is very calm and very peaceful. I don't have any chaos. So I know that I'm not putting any bad energy yeah. into it because I don't have any bad energy to put into it. <laughs> hey, everything's unicorns and butterflies and rainbows. Absolutely. I'm I'm a huge lover of delving into that. Hence why I kind of I bring all that sort of stuff into when I'm writing. And that's why I like writing for children as well, because you can really go fantastical and mystical and magical. So yeah, rainbows, butterflies, unicorns, I'm with you. <laughs> oh, don't forget the fairies. Oh yeah. Oh God, absolutely. Definitely the fairies. <laughs> and I do love dragons too. Dragons. <gasps> yes. Yeah. I'm a bit obsessed with dragons. I have to admit I, 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 um, my, when I've released my first bit, there's a baby dragon spike in it. And one of my readers made me a, um, a little dragon in its blue and purple out of it. Is it fly my, the, the, the stuff that it's like the kids play-doh that you bake and it goes really hard. I can't think what it's called, but it was made uh -huh. out of that. And she stuck on these little wings for the dragon wings made out of leaves. And uh, yeah, he sits Aww. on my bookshelf downstairs. It's so cute. But I do love a I dragon. Think it's, I think that's interesting. She chose blue and purple because those are two colors that have the highest vibrational frequency. That's, um, so, that's the color of Spike in the book. The baby uh, dragon Spike. He's a blue and purple dragon. 
so let's hear about your book. Let's see your book. Okay, it's Avalon's Portal. It's um, a children's, I say children, it's aged between eight to 12 years of age. But I've had, I have quite a few adult readers who email me and say, oh, I love it. I, read, I bought it for my grandchildren or I bought it for my child and I read it with them and I love it. I need to read the second one. And um, it's, it's about a present day boy or a modern day boy who, Arthur, who falls through a portal to the mystical land of Avalon and uh, he has to get back or he wants to get home and he meets a young Guinevere, Gwen. So it's um, based on the King Arthur legend, which I'm obsessed with anyway. Um, but I kind of did, yes. I did my take. So I've done it as a modern day boy going back through a portal and uh, yeah, it's him it's it's going to be a series and obviously it will be he will be king arthur but it's fun to write i do like to escape when when things got really tricky in lockdown or one of them um i would grab my laptop and escape into avalon and be like right okay let's go fight a dragon or let's go and dance with fairies or go play with the pixies but obviously there's crystals in there as well (laughs) you have the book with you i do yes it's here can we see? Yeah. Ah, there we I'm go. Sure. I'm not sure if it... Chronicles um, of Avalon. Yeah, the Chronicles of Avalon. That's book one, Avalon's Portal. And book two, Avalon's Call, is going to be out end of September, beginning of October time. I haven't got an exact date yet. But um, yeah, Stonehenge on the front of that cover as well. Ah, I see. <laughs> So if if there's people in listening audience who are interested in getting the book, where can they go to it's get It's currently book? on Amazon for the US. So it should be on Amazon.com. Um, but I am looking at getting it widespread into different. I'm hoping Barnes. Is it Barnes and Noble out, out in the US that it's a big yeah. bookstore? Yeah, I'm working. I'm hoping it will go into there. But currently it's, it's also, on Amazon. It's also it's also books a million. What's the what's it called? Sorry. Books a million. Books a million. I'll have to write that down. I've not heard of that one. Yeah, that's another big one here. Books a million. Ah, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So is there anything that you would like to leave the listening audience with? Oh, my goodness. Lots of love and light, obviously. Um, I'm I'm currently creating a personal development club. It's going to be online. It's going to be, we're going to follow personal development books. We're going to, I've got a library of meditations that I'm recording at the moment to pop them online. um, So people can just listen to them. I'm going to be, well, I'm currently recording a load of subliminal affirmations as well to help kind of get to that subconscious programming because it's all very well, our consciousness having telling us we're amazing and saying these affirmations I am positive I am kind I am whatever powerful or I am abundant if our subconscious is telling us a different program is running in the background it doesn't matter how many times that we say I am positive we're not going to get that positivity if the subconscious is running a different program so um, I'm recording a load of subliminal affirmations to get to the um, subconscious to help people to empower people really to kind of get them into a place where they can move forward or they can create the life of their dreams because I personally believe you change your mindset you can change your life right and it takes work doesn't it to change your mindset we can get to the core if we can get to that 
subconscious through different means, through subliminal affirmations, through meditations, through learning, through reading, um, then I think we can really empower people to grab a hold of their lives and, and kind of steer it in the direction that they want to steer it in. So yes, I'm looking, I'm currently working on that. So there'll be EFT tapping scripts as well with videos showing people where to do the yeah. tapping, what to say. So I've got all sorts of different things coming on board. So it's, it's basically going to be online. It'll be like a, a monthly membership that people can come on and, and access whatever they want whenever they want if they want to use it daily but there will be hundreds there will be a whole library full of meditations tapping scripts affirmations subliminal there's going to be all sorts and more other stuff as well <laughs> so if so you, how long how long before this is done i am hoping by the end of october that's my goal i've done okay. a lot so far it's just getting that up so i mean if people want to follow um will you leave instagram links and stuff in your show notes i can yeah i mean if people want to follow at vibing high with lynn on instagram i've just set that instagram page up but all of all of the stuff is going to go on there or there's my author on it lynn w bailey author um you can find me on there as well but yes my I want to leave people with a membership access or access to a membership where they can use and utilize to empower themselves. Nice. I love that. Um, where would the best place be to follow you for like people who are interested in the membership and they're like, they want to be able to know when it comes out? So is there one platform that you post more on than any other where it's like, well, if you really want to know about this, you best stop to get go here or should they email you? So um, this I think Instagram at the moment or TikTok actually is, but they're both the same tag handle. It's at Vibing High with Lynn um, for TikTok and for Instagram. And I'm just, I'm using those platforms solely to talk about stuff on Vibing High. So I've posted a couple of videos on TikTok of crystal foot massage, or foot massage using crystals Ooh. that anybody can do. So there's a video on there showing you how to do it. So literally get your pair of socks on and some smooth crystals and just basically rubbing the, the balls of your feet or the bottom of the soles of your feet. Because each um each solar foot has you've got your reflex points so it's connected to all parts of right. the body so you those crystal right. energies running over the sole of your feet is going to have an impact it's going to affect the energy centers the chakra centers it's going to affect the, the parts of the body on an energetic level um so that's a really nice thing to do so there's a video on tiktok showing people how to do that i also um just posted one um a simple crystal elixir how to make crystal drink with water charged with energy really simple that anybody can use and they don't have to spend a fortune i've just used really cheap quick clear quartz points as well so i want to make it accessible so these videos that anyone right. can make get crystal empowered with crystal energy because how many people have got crystal that they don't know how to use them right there's loads so they're just there? they're just collecting them i've made um crystal water with rose quartz oh nice that i that i left out in the sun and it would it tasted very sweet yeah it does it change the taste doesn't it yeah yes, it tasted it tasted sweet yeah so yeah doing something like that going to kind of programming your crystals the the foot thing i never thought about 
you know, I've got the, one of the rollers for mm -hmm. that, that I use on various parts of my body, but I never thought about using it on my feet. Oh, <laughs> it's so nice as well, especially if someone does it for you, but it's just as nice to do it yourself. <laughs> See, now one reason too is because I'm like weird about the feet, like the feet are like the dirtiest part of the body, even, mm. even the butt's cleaner than the feet. <laughs> so I would be hesitant to take my crystals to rub them against my feet. But you mentioned socks. Yeah. It'll still have the same effect. Yeah, absolutely. And it will slide over better because if you've got, oh, it's true. not going to slide over the skin so well, is it? So if you put a pair of socks on and, you, and it needs to be a smooth crystal, so something that's polished um, and then just really, it's spheres are really good or even just um, what they call palm stones. As long as it's got like a rounded right. edge where you can kind of get into the arch of the foot and really give that a massage and a rub, it's very nice. It's funny you're talking about it. We're both looking around. Going I know. I'm looking around. I'm in my partner's study and he doesn't have that many crystals in here. And I'm thinking, oh, I've got no crystals to hand. <laughs> I do have I do have a sphere. Yes, that would be perfect because you can grab it, get a good hold of it. And then you can really get into the knots that, um, well, that happen in our feet. And also you've got mini chakra centers at the bottom of our feet and the soles of our feet that right. help us connect to the energy of the earth. So it's really right. good to stimulate those. It'd be good for grounding as well. Exactly. Yeah. Lynn, it has been great having you on here. Oh, it's been I wonderful. Really, I've loved it. I really enjoyed the conversation. And uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime. Maybe when your um, membership is, yes. is open up and running, yeah. maybe, we can, maybe we can come back then and revisit. Absolutely. But I love that. For now, we are going to be done. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, like it, share it, subscribe. And if you have an idea, a topic for the show that you would like to see on here, just go ahead and leave it in the comments. Until next time, keep shining your light.